Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. But also today, for the first time, we are debuting our beautiful mugs over here on the Premier Streaming Network. PSN has decided uh, they want the Jersey Boys. So here we are. It is Dave Sturcio. It is Brett Ernst. It is Keith Ernst, America's fan. Guys, how we doing? Are we down off the high yet? Because I'm not. I'm still kind of walking around like McGregor around my studio. I don't know about you guys. I know Keith, you're like on social media right away. Like, hey, everybody, calm down. Like, why? Why should we calm down, Keith? You want to take this one, bro? Go ahead. Oh, wait. Well, Brett's not Brett's not excited either. No, well, no, 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 no. Because I've already said it. I want I want to hear I want to hear what he thinks. Back it up a little bit, Keith, so I can see your uh, see your mug. Oh, you're good. Sure. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying because your 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 face is all over the. Yeah, there, there's a, there's a difference between being happy about a win and talking shit, and it needs to chill, bro. It really does. It needs to chill. Yeah, calm the fuck down. All right, <laughs> and I'm serious. Calm down. And yeah, Every, well, I, I see it. I see it all over the Cowboys stuff. Everybody's running their mouth now. Relax. It's one game. We beat a team that we should have won, okay? Mm-hmm. Dak, Dak played the way he's supposed to play at the level that he's paid for, right? And now it's on to San Francisco because this is going to be a big, big, big contest, bro. Big contest. Right. Tough yeah. game. Now, and, yeah. and I'm excited we won. It's great. It's, it's awesome we won. But for people to be sitting there going like, you know, we won a wild card round. And, and there's people acting like we just won the Super Bowl. And even if we won the Super Bowl, it shouldn't be that arrogant. So, yeah, um, what he's saying, there's nothing wrong with being excited, okay? But, yeah, it, we beat an 8 and 9 team, okay? Calm down, everybody. I know th- this is the difference between – this shows you – it just shows that we haven't had any success because we don't know how to act. It's back in the that- 90s, if we would have won – back in the 90s, if we would – when we beat the Eagles in the um, <clears throat> in the playoffs, the the third time we were there, we weren't like going crazy. We were just like, okay, there's another playoff game. Let's get to the Super Bowl and let's do this. That that's that's the difference. I mean, you guys are acting like, and you, Sturge, yeah, I'm pointing at you. All right, you with your Dak Prescott posts and everything else you're doing is generic. And I'm first you. of all, first of all, I, I will I will defend my actions right now. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to defend oh, my actions right now. I'm your so actions. the Dallas Cow- <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Pat Balcomer. Um, the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> for the first time for the first time since 1994 went on the road oh. to win a playoff game. That oh. that's significant. Okay, it is. It is. You can say all no, you want. That's fine. It's not to me. Why? Why? Dude, we haven't done it in 30 fucking years, bro. Like, come on. It's not like we've been every year. If we've been every year and it's been hey, 30 years, maybe that's something. Hey, but, I, you know. There's, like I said, there's there's a it's cool. I'm not saying it's not cool, but you're act. That's 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 a super, that's a reaction to a Super Bowl. Not a playoff win against the 8-9 and team that I said we would be. The tie, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, right. Now stop that, bro. <laughs> Backpedal there. Oh, what? They'll blow in the playoffs. They will. They will. Wild thing, <laughs> dude. First of all, 
it's been a long time since we've done that. So that's one of the the bugaboos on the on the uh, the one of the monkeys on the back of the Cowboys is that they couldn't win on the road, right? So that's one thing. Another thing is it's Tom Brady, and I understand they're eight and nine. I understand that they struggled all year. Yes. Tom Brady. You guys both know you can't say it. It was two years ago. Tom Brady took the Bucks to the Super Bowl and won the fucking thing in Tampa Bay on their home grass. You Great. can't tell me wait, wait, that going wait, wait, into wait. Tampa Bay and winning wasn't significant. Okay, I'm I'm saying it was significant. It was a great win. We should enjoy it. But shut everybody should shut the fuck up online as if we won. Let me, yeah, everybody needs to relax. See, here's relax. the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not puffing the chest out because I think the Cowboys can go on this miracle run. I'm puffing the chest out because we won a playoff game. If you win a playoff game, it's very we we've established this a million times. It's hard to win in the NFL. So now you go into the playoffs where it's the elite. You know, you win another game, especially on the oh, road. It's bro, a big deal. Oh, wait, wait, you made your point, Keith. Wait, the 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 thing that bothers me is this is how Eagle fans act. This is how, like, it, it, it's also embarrassing that we we won one game and everybody's acting like. That, are you that, are, are you seeing are you seeing parades? Are you seeing what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Because I'm seeing, I'm seeing like, a lot happiness. of people talking shit online. You know, as if Dak. By the way, this is one game. He finally played to his potential in one fucking game. All right. So, can you agree with that being said, Keith Brett? Is this the best? game that Dak Prescott has played as a Dallas Cowboys star with Keith. Yeah, I would say it's up there. Right. It's up there. No, I would say it's it's the best game I've seen him play. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that again, that's another reason to get a little bit optimistic because we've been banging on the drum for 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 seven years that this kid oh, is supposed to be good. I, I, I think you're missing the point. The point isn't that we shouldn't be excited. The point isn't we shouldn't be happy. The point isn't that he didn't even play a great game. The point is, is people are online talking shit as if this guy solidified himself in the history books as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in one fucking wild card game. So that he should he should be expected to play this way. And this is the way he should play consistently if we want to win a Super Bowl. Okay, that's now all. that's it. Listen, okay. I'm going back to when I was cut off and Brett said I already proved my point. I was going about to prove <laughs> another point. You win one playoff game. What? You think you just said we just what? What does that even mean? It means we Nobody get to go one more week deeper games. into January. Nobody cares about playoff games. Nobody. And all people care about are Super Bowls. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's what and, and you used to get yeah, we won. We still what no, we no, won but a here's the thing. Game. That's here's great. the thing though. Here, here's my another argument to back that up. Is that all right? Let's just say again, we'll get into San Fran a little bit and, and we'll, you know, whatever happens in that game happens in that game. But like, what if, what if it's to say we go out there and we get bounced in a late heroic thing, blah, 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 season's over, right? And the only thing we have our, anything to hang on is the playoff win against Tampa Bay and then we're done. One, one win, done, right? And then that's it. Next year, if we get back to the playoffs, it's not like anybody can use that ammo against us if we're on the road. Like, well, the Cowboys haven't won a road playoff game since 1995. Like, no, we just we just did that, right? And then, we, like, if they come back and say, well, Dak Prescott hasn't won a playoff game since 2000. No, no, we just did that last year. It's one of those things where it's like these are the progressions you're supposed to make as a quarterback. It's just taking Dak a little bit long, that's all. 
No. Uh, This is the progressions you're making as a fan that's online talking shit with other jerk-offs online. Not that we're jerk-offs, okay? (laughs) I'm not saying we are. But when you read in the comments section, that this is all this is about is some asshole that doesn't know anything about football is is making an argument against, say, another person that doesn't know anything about football, and it gets into this stupid banter online, right? And and again, even the sports writers, which I, I fucking hate, all of them pick Dallas to lose, and then when they win, they're like, oh, it was a 6-8 and eight team, da-da-da-da. It was an impressive victory. It was a victory that a lot of people didn't think we were going to do. Dak Prescott came up, stepped up, played big, but he played the way he's supposed to play. You don't get a pat on the back, okay, when you're paid that amount of money. You're you're not paid to win playoff games. You're paid to win Super Bowls. It's that fucking simple. You're not even paid for for postseason, uh, I mean, uh, for season wins. You're paid for Super Bowls. That's what all that money's for. It's and 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 that's what it comes down to. And if if he could consistently play this way, I could see us going deep into the fucking playoffs. And if the coaches could call a game like they called uh against Tampa, I could see us going deep into the playoffs. But for us to be online going fucking Dak fucking Prescott, remember the name. What what the fuck? It's been seven years where a majority of it is him shit in the bed. Bro, br- Keith, uh Brett, just at me next time. <laughs> Just tell me you're talking about my post. <laughs> Yo, hold on, wait. Simple. Hold on. Listen, I'm excited. I'm a lot. A little starch is excited right. right now. Okay. I know a little starch, but I want to go back to what you said again. Okay. By the way, I love you, little starch. <laughs> the original, your original question, all right, was, you know, we win a road game, you know, the momentum and what people aren't going to think, and you know, whatever the hell, you know, all, all the things you were saying there, and who, who cares? And once again. I'm going to bring up next last season, okay? Uh-huh. Last season, the Cincinnati Bengals had not won a playoff game since 1990. They went right through the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I know it's a yeah. So, I mean, my whole thing is people are that stupid to say next year, say Detroit gets in the playoffs, and they're going to start throwing all this shit out about Detroit. If a team's good, they're good. It doesn't matter about the road. It doesn't matter about any of that stuff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got it. And it's, Listen. Yeah. Excited. Hey, great. I'm no, excited. no, really, really. I, I think, I think you have every right to be excited. And, and I know that there's a lot of jerk offs in my feed that I, I want to fucking just strangle. <laughs> okay. But as I, and again, good thing the fans don't really play and the players play because they don't think this way. They're not sitting there going, dude, that's it. We let's wrap it up. Who cares if we win next week? We won a wild card game finally in 30 years on the road. They don't fucking care. Dude, yeah. look, gotcha. they did their job Let's to, at the game. Dallas Dallas has a lot to be proud of. They did their job. And, um, you know, hey, man, it was a, it was a f- fucking awesome game. That's what I'm afraid of, too. Uh, well, I was talking to Brett earlier about it or yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, not really. No, you, you know, he doesn't agree with me. And I, I kind of agree with him, too, with this. But. I like them with a chip on their shoulder. I don't like when the fans and the media are on their side. Whenever the fans and the media are on their side, they seem to come out flat to me. That's just my personal opinion and what I've noticed. So seeing the way that fans act like Dave Sturchio and a lot of these other fans <laughs> and hearing how the media is talking about them 
That worries me a little bit. But I think we're far enough ahead after talking to Brett that I don't think any of that shit matters right now. Okay. I don't. That's fair. Well, you got uh, you're you're, you're yeah. muted, Brett. What's up? I said the players know what they have to do, and they're not even. I mean, it's like McCarthy said, "Hey, enjoy the win, but we got to get back to work." And you know, San Francisco said two more days than us to rest. Uh, to me, they're the best team in the NFC. The way they're the playing. NFL. I mean, we we got to sit there and uh, I mean, as a team, and just say, "Hey, we did our job. Okay. It's nothing to be impressed about." It's it's a good thing that you know enjoy. I mean, dude, yeah. I mean, they play great. You know, um, we got to get back to work. All right. And so, and Jack, I'm sorry. One game doesn't solidify anything. Okay. Yeah. What it here, does. Here's the thing. Here here is the thing though, and this is why I will back that up. Where one game does do a lot, because going into this game, Brett and Keith, we both talked. We all talked last week about the fact that, or, or at least we talked, and everybody else talked about the same thing. If Dak Prescott didn't win this game, there would be people up in arms and saying that this guy can't win the game. He can't rise in the big moment, and he did. We can't take that away from the kid. And I understand. Look, I know. again, we got three more to go, all this other shit. We want to win a Super Bowl. We're all Cowboys fans here. It's been a long time. But what I'm saying is this. If he would have lost this game, Keith, if Brett, Dak Prescott threw yeah. three pick sixes and shit, we would have been like, oh, my God, Absolutely. this guy ain't the guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Case, if that's the case, then we right. have to we have to give him the same props the other way. No. We're, we're not we're giving him props. I mean, I don't okay. Get we're, we're, we're saying look. <laughs> Keith, you're freezing, bro. Am I? No, you, no, you're you good. froze it, up. That's all right, right. Brett, go ahead. You're the one. Well, bro. my my, my you don't get a pat on the back for doing your job. That's what people don't seem to understand. Just because you didn't blow the game and you played up to the level that you're supposed to play at, you shouldn't deserve a pat on the back. And to be quite frank, I wouldn't fucking want one. You understand? I, I, if, I, I would be like, hey, guys, you get a kick in the ass when you win and a pat on the back when you lose, right? What I, I'm saying I, I, don't want a, I don't want a pat on the back. Well. That's start, you you got to see too. All right, what if he? You're just what if he has a? a well, San Francisco's got a really good defense, but regardless, that's what I'm he, saying. So yeah, so but people, I don't see my my. Uh, just going back to, I don't give a fuck what people think. To me, who who picked Tampa to win by a field goal? Okay, the reason I picked it, I still haven't changed my mind about the team. Dak did nothing to. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He did nothing to make me think anything different. I know how good he is. I know how good the team is. My problem with this team is they're inconsistent, and I still feel that way. I do. I still feel they're inconsistent, well, and I need to see more than just one game to prove that right to me. Once again, I'm going to tell you this straight up. An inconsistent team would be defined as 9-8 and eight or 8-9. Eight and nine. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. This team went 12-5, and five, won 12 games, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, fine. Dak missed a couple. Cooper Rush, thank you, God. Yeah. Right? But I'm saying you could say inconsistencies. No, no, I no, say no. that every time they lose, they've responded in a very, very big right. way. Let, let me, let me, let, let me, let me, let me, I get what you're saying there. You, you're missing my point though. I'm not talking just about a loss. I'm talking about what they bring on the field when they lose. That's the, that's what I'm talking about. Inconsistent. I'm not talking about the win or loss record. I'm not talking about their win or loss record. I'm talking about the way they play. 
Okay, when they when the way they lose, the way they lost against Washington, you know, uh, the, the the way they lost against uh, De- uh, um, I'll just go back to the season before against Denver. You know, the way the way they lose those games, I'm saying that's mm. that's how they're inconsistent. I'm not saying losses, but. You see my doesn't, point, but no? but doesn't every NFL team go through that shit? Yes, they do. I, I'm just saying is we should be excited we won, but we shouldn't be talking shit online, dude. I, there it's, is no. It's, shit it's that, actually it's, generic. The only it's thing, generic. the only thing, the only thing that I could say is considered, you know, quote talking shit, is like fuck off, Brady. You know that like me for me, it's like yeah, you know what? We slayed the dragon known as Tom Brady. Old Tom Brady, I don't give a shit. Old, new, whatever. The Cowboys yeah. defeated. Tom Brady handedly, meaning they beat him up all game long, and it made me feel good as a fan to see us be able to do that when some other teams could not. Yeah, yeah, I, I no, it's it was a dude. I was it's I was so excited. It was I was ecstatic, bro. It was fucking awesome. And not every team is inconsistent like that. Sorry, Super Bowl teams are not. That's my problem. That's not true at all, Keith. It, it, took, the, it took the it took the Bengals the playoff run to get hot and win no, and get no, into no, the no, Super no. Bowl. When you watched him during the when you watched him during that season, they had one bad game against Cleveland. But most of the games they were in it. I'm not talking about losses. I'm just talking about the way that they that that they play. That's all I'm talking about. I'm talking about the way the defense played against Jacksonville. That you you're telling me that defense in this in this game was the same the one in Jacksonville. No, but I'm saying that we lost that game on a pick six. Oh, I'm just saying, but it doesn't matter. The defense let them get right back in the game. And, and Our you know what? struggled against Davis Mills. Inconsistency. I'm, I'm, I'm just, just saying, fucking Patrick Mahomes, dude. So did Patrick Mahomes. No, that's the Patrick Mahomes did not play the Houston's defense. Kansas City's defense. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, the offense, uh, Davis Mills. Patrick Mahomes did not play Davis Mills. Houston Texans defense played Davis Mills. So then the Dallas Cowboys defense played Davis Mills and the other guy. Yeah, and Jeff Driscoll. I mean, we still won. But I'm just my point is is that it was it was inconsistent. Go ahead, you guys shake your head all you want. I'm not I, once, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of like if I'm, it comes up again, you could throw this in my face at the end of the season. Okay. You can definitely get this win in your face. <laughs> no, no, here here's the thing. No, the, the only thing I'll say to put a bow on that this specific conversation is you're saying that the Cowboys are inconsistent and they've shown inconsistencies and the way they lose games is, are bad. I say or win games or, but I say every single team in the NFL does that. Unless you went fucking 18 and zero or 17 and zero, then you've shown some kind of way to lose a football game. And it could be in heartbreaking fashion. It could be. Remember the Eagles, the Eagles were world beaters. They lost to fucking Tyler Heineke. Okay. And that was their first loss well, of the year. Well, and you're like, what, there's the only been- what is that? Yeah. Starts. There's only yeah. been one undefeated. Keith. All right. Let me. Let me go. There's only you're been one undefeated. Dude. You're big going. It's so all about. Do we need to? Do we you're need the one that's talking, dude. You keep. You keep what making. What we're gonna do? Let's do the minutes. Welcome everybody the minutes. to the Jersey yeah, Boys. Right. He always thinks he doesn't talk. <laughs> but all he's gonna do is say the same thing again. All you do yeah. is repeat yourself. Go ahead and repeat yourself. There's only Try been it. one undefeated team in the yeah. NFL history. One. Okay. Yeah. Every team is gonna play a bad game. Sure. But there's a difference between having a bad game and playing inconsistent. Even in the way that you win could be inconsistent. Now, again, when you're looking at the way that Dallas has been playing all year, okay, we don't we we get on these runs and then we would just shit the bed. We'd shit the bed. That's why, and and rightfully so, by the way, because you know, uh, just referring back to the post, people, not you, but like all you Dak haters, shut up now. Nobody's hating on Dak, okay. 
Just like we wouldn't be hating on Mar for missing fucking zero, uh, four fucking extra points. It's that performance that is making people comment the way they are. This isn't a, a love or hate thing. Now, the fact that Dak had this game is amazing. The questions are, and we can segue into uh, what the next segment or whatever. Is he going to show up like this against San Francisco? Okay, before we get, yeah, all right. He has had more games not like this than like this. And, now, and, this is a step in a great direction, but who knows, you know? He's still I the actually, wild card. I actually agree with what Brent said in the beginning because that's kind of what I was saying, what he was saying. But this is back to um, uh, uh, the game that, that was just played. The reason I think everybody's up in arms is because it was such a great game. You understand? I would say the only other game we had like this was Minnesota. Would you agree? Yeah, we put up 50 fucking points on them or whatever it was. 43. You're talking about Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That's like, but that's like, no, I'm saying all around great game. This was an all around great game. The, uh, the Minnesota game, I'm not, the Green Bay game was an all around great. I mean, I'm sorry. The Minnesota game was a uh, all around great game. Okay. That's, that's, that, that's a good way how I can say consistency too, is we should have had more of these games during the season. That's but, it. But do you think that you, look at, you, you want to bring that, up Philly? Look how but, many games that they've had that were consistent where they just pounded people and everyone played great. See that's that again. I'm just, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna go around and around right. and around. But, right. I, but I will say I will say that this doesn't. Every team, every team has bad losses. Every team has inconsistencies. Every team is flawed. The Dallas Cowboys showed their hand a bunch this year with the ways they were starting to lose games. Right, like again, like Dak Prescott, I, I, Washington Commanders. Do I look at that as like an anomaly? Like what the hell? No, because I've seen it before, and I've seen Dak Prescott turn the ball over for seven straight games, and I'm well aware that that you know that 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 isn't a thing, and he's done it, and that happened. But what I will say is that wins like this, performances like this, those carry on. Now we're not going to give a game ball. To, we're not going to give a game ball to Dak Prescott because obviously we all know he played out of his mind. So let's play giving a game ball to somebody else that stepped up in a. Whoa, 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 whoa. You got to take Micah out too. Michael was a beast on the other side. Fine. On, the man. best player in the offense of that game and the best player in the defense there of the game. I, I, just, I, just, I just don't like the fact that we just spent 21 minutes. Uh, my thing was my thing was we should definitely be happy about the win, but the cockiness is it does it's not warranted. That's so all you, so basically overall you just want to act like we've been there before. That's all. Yeah, and and you know, again, uh, we're we're so used to to low level of play that when we beat an under five hundred team in the playoffs, we act like that. You know, that it, it, we we haven't been here before, and it shows. Yeah. You know, and and again, this is the Dallas Cowboys, and we're we we are a team, and we have a, a tradition of being great, and we haven't been in a long time. Okay, so yeah. I get it, I get it. But I really don't get it when you see people online talking the amount of shit that they're talking. And, and even if we won the Super Bowl, we shouldn't be talking this much shit. So, I mean, and, and, I, mean and, I mean, if we win the Super Bowl, yeah, I, I, will be, I will be I'm, fucking I'm, intolerable I'm if we win the Super Bowl. I can tell. I, first of no. all, we're on a flight to Dallas if we win the Super Bowl, by the way, for the record. And by the we, way, it's, I want to say that 21, 22 minutes, 23 minutes talking about this is fantastic because nobody's talked about this. This is a different topic. Probably right. You're probably right. Everyone's um, already right. beat, oh. beat up everything else. Keith. Well, I, I'm excited. Oh. I'm excited how we played. I thought we played on all levels with the uh, <laughs> uh, obvious. Uh, um, Sorry. Can you, obvious you uh, Brett Marher. 
All right, yeah, so, all right, Brett Maher gets our... We'll get into Brett Maher in a second. Can we give some fucking game balls out, please? Keith, outside LVE, of Dak... Like LVE, gets my, LVE gets my game ball. Done. Right. I'm glad your name's Keith. Trust on one fight. <laughs> so, all right, so LVE goes to Brett, which I'm sure Keith wanted first, but go ahead, Keith, what do you I'll got? I'll tell you, that is the best game I've seen LVE play all year. He's hitting the holes, man. Absolutely. <laughs> He's just inconsistent. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, <laughs> I was going to fucking lose my mind in about eight you know seconds. What? All right. Minus Michael Parsons. And I probably would have gave it to this guy anyway. Because and, and, I love I love big hitters. I think big hitters, they pretty much, they could set a tone for a defense. Like, oh, my God. Like, this guy. Let's stay away from that guy. You know, he just he just lit, he just lit so-and-so up. Donovan Wilson, man. Love Dono. Good Bro, call. He was, woo, he was stroking, man. He was bringing the wood. I'm bringing the wood, but he was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, All right, so do your D. Uh, my my uh, my game ball is going to go to somebody who had to literally make an in-game switch, um, and that's Tyler Smith, the rookie. Uh, he started out at left guard. Then Jason Peters gets nicked up. He has to leave. Tyler Smith has to swing to the outside to play left tackle the rest of the way. When I tell you guys, if you guys go and watch the film, rewatch the film, of what this guy is capable of doing, it's yeah. incredible. It is incredible. This dude was pancaking motherfuckers like it was his – well, it is his job to do so. But this dude throws bodies around. At least once a week, there's one where he just – he floors a guy. And I think that's a big, big deal specifically in the in the, the pass protection, specifically in giving Dak a time to throw or decide to release out of the pocket – Tyler Smith stepped up tremendously. I have to give my game ball and tip my hat to that kid because I know what Jason Peters is listed right now. As we record this on a Wednesday, he's listed to not more than likely miss this game against the San Francisco 49ers. So that's going to be a big thing. And Tyler Smith has stepped up dramatically this year. I think the, the pick is starting to finally show its, its head of being that's a, good a good, that's a good game ball, dude. Yeah. So his name's Tyler Smith. Don't you forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, put some respect on his mother. Put some respect on his name. You feel me? Oh God, I'm about to get his jersey. You can't, uh, you can't tell me though when 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 Brett Maher made that one field goal. Celebrating over 90 years of five-star, high-quality customer service, Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru right there in Avenel, New Jersey, is my go-to spot for all of my new and used vehicles. I myself decided to upgrade, and I went from a Chevy Equinox all the way up to a Chevy Blazer Rally Sport. It's not your average Blazer. This thing hauls ass. If I get that itch to go big, I'm going big with Richard Lucas Chevrolet, and I'm going to go with the 2022 Chevy Silverado 1500. It's got the all-star four-wheel drive package with a 2.7-liter engine. Check out their entire inventory online at richardlucaschevy.com or give them a call at 800-717-6944 and tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. When he made that extra moment. point, I bet mean, that was brilliant. It was I mean, a feel-good moment. He finished up by one. The game, the game, the game was over after Brett Maher. It was after he made that fifth <laughs> extra point. Yo, can I tell you? Dude, he sealed the win. He can sealed I tell, the can win. I tell, can I tell you that I've never listen? My dad is a man of few words. He is. He'll he'll get excited. He'll get mad. Whatever. But when I tell you his reactions to like when Maher missed the second one. My dad doesn't even like to. He doesn't like to curse at all. I don't think he's a cursing man around when, around his kids. He missed that second one. He looked at me. He goes, <laughs> "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "I I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a grass thing. I don't know. Maybe." But when you miss three and four, 
And like the announcers are even befuddled. Like Buck and Aikman are like, he missed again. And I'm like, I look at my dad. I'm like, wait, like what's happening here? I started having like Nigel Gruff moments from the replacements where the mob is in the stands. Like, bitch, you better miss every single kick or we'll kill you. And I really started to think this guy owed money to the mob or something. This is ridiculous. And let's not forget it was five missed kicks because you go back to Washington the week before. Yeah, yeah. Five in a row. And the under, and listen to this, the under hit by a half a point. I was going to say that that affected the uh, over-under big time. It absolutely did. I didn't know that. Wow. Yes, it did. Yeah. So I'm thinking there's a bunch of our family relatives in the stands right now, just like with a bat, (laughs) like just wait, like, go ahead, go ahead, try to make that kick, bro. I dare you to make that kick. And he's just like, His family's tied up up somewhere. Brett Marsh's family's tied up somewhere. In a basement somewhere, right? Like, dude, I don't know what. Now, you notice how the crowd cheered when he made that one point and everybody was like, yeah, we were. That's what happens when you're not consistent. You start. (laughs) <laughs> but and shout out to McCarthy. Great call right there. There you go. McCarthy. But shout out to McCarthy for keep trotting him out there. I mean, Dak Prescott was ready to kill everybody when he missed the second. He was like, "Are you fucking?" He's like, "Let's fucking go for two. You know, like yeah. enough. Yeah. Or yeah. So, so Dude, he's missing I, all these. I'm saying he's go, missing go. all these kicks. And McCarthy, credit to him. For like, dude, go out there and make a fucking kick because this is garbage at this point. You've set records. This is a record since 1932. Not one field goal kicker in the playoffs or regular season has ever missed four extra points. I don't even think in high school. Dude, it's incredible. It was bad. Now, Jerry Jones and everybody around the media has said they are not bringing in any competition for Brett Maher going into San Francisco. I agree with this because what are you going to do? You're going to sign somebody off the streets to play in the biggest game of the, of the year. Like you just can't do it. And whoever's coming in hasn't played. You know what I mean? Like, so I like a so wait, four missed extra point Brett Maher over somebody off the street. I, I agree. Um, I, I think, yeah, we can't, we can't trade, but are, aren't you nervous if it comes down to a field goal? I'm in one of those modes where I'm just like, if it comes down to a field goal, Everybody and their mothers are going to be like, well, he's about to miss. And he's going to drill something so special. I, <laughs> you know I, mean? like, I just I think, like, that. you know, like, I think I that he's going to make that yeah. one big field goal where everybody's like, where was this last week? You know what I mean? Like, or something. Well, Dude, the guy hasn't missed all year long. Like, it's not, you know, it's an anomaly. It's an enigma. Nobody figured it out. Nobody was understanding. And like I said, thoughts started running through my head that this this guy's family was on the line or something like that. Something was wrong. Something was terrible. Wrong. I will say, I will say though, yeah, if that happens too in his, there's no, there's going to be pressure, but there really won't be because he knows everyone's against him. Like it will be one of those where, correct, you know, screw it, man. What do I have? If I miss, everyone's going to say I'm terrible. Even if I make it, they still might not like me too much. I'm just well, remember yeah. when we cut him. And they brought him back. It was almost like a like a like a April Fool's joke. Yeah. It was almost yeah. like, hey, we signed Brett Maher. I'm like. <laughs> that's cool. Who's the real kicker? You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> but, but what if, but what if the guy that's this season's not the real guy and now he's back? You know what I mean? Did you by any chance, any of you guys catch the Eagles uh, controversy? Is anybody, are you guys reading into that at all or no? My okay. buddy texted me. I didn't okay. understand so, that. So there's apparently there's video of all the kicks or at least the kicks from the Giants game where Jake Elliott, kicks a ball like make it either an extra point or a field goal and every time he kicks it a little white object goes flying and the and the holder grabs it quick and stuffs it so like all of a sudden people are starting to think like is that a mini t is it like something where you're getting that little extra leverage my dad comes back and says 
Well, maybe he realized that the jig is up and Brett Meyer's been kicking off a tee all year. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, <laughs> he can't kick off the tee anymore because these people are getting caught. Oh. It's a thing. I'm just saying it's, there is an investigation, somewhat of an investigation going on about the Eagles kicking situation. So I'm thinking that, like, Brock, Brett Maher probably saw the article. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, they're going to catch us. That's all right. I'll be fine. And then, like, boom, 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 boom. All of them just fucking miss. So, and now he missed. I, he kicked them into the fourth I, row, man. Like, that I, was bad. I just, when you guys were talking, I just researched. So the last time uh, somebody missed five uh, extra points in a row was a Pop Warner game. <laughs> it was the uh, Davy Broncos versus the Plantation Wildcats. I, I just I just researched it, and it, I guess yeah, the kicker. I guess he just got braces or something, and he said it was like affecting like his pain or whatever. So uh, that's why he missed. Was did Mar have braces on? <laughs> oh my god! So anyway, yeah. um, look, wait, I I I, I still want to talk about how fucking great Dak played though. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was you. so, no, no, man. It was, it was great. Everything from his progressions to his sight on the field to like, even the balls, man, he was putting them in there, man. It was, it was great, man. It, it really was like I said, if he could play up to this potential, if he could play up to his potential like this for the rest of the, uh, the playoffs, man, I, we got a good shot. we got a really good shot. Plus man. Kellen Moore called a great, a great game, man. <laughs> That's another thing that I, I was, balanced. It was awesome. It was literally balanced at one point. It was like literally 50, 50 split. Um, so that's another thing I'll get into real quick about the Tampa game and, and going forward is the Kellen Moore thing, because there's been plenty of times that I wanted Kellen Moore to literally walk blindfolded into traffic because I was just like, dude, you're, you're just, you're killing me, man. Like you're absolutely brutal with your inconsistencies. Huh? That's the word of the day um, with the, the play calling. Um, because every time he would have like a 15, 16 yard game, we're like, yeah, man, let's roll, let's roll. And he would call a bubble screen. It would go fucking two yards backwards. And we would want to lose our minds in second and 12 or behind the chains. So like, I'm looking at Kellen Moore. I'm like, damn dude. All right. Outside of that bubble screen in the beginning of the game where I'm like, well, that didn't work at all again. Um, outside of that, I feel like the guy called a pretty good game and, and flip side of the coin. Dan Quinn dialed up everything you could possibly dial up against Tom Brady in the offense. Because look at the end of the day, the Bucks still had Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, their tight ends. They got le playoff Lenny, Rashad White. We had a we had a solution for each one of those guys. And now I don't know uh, as we segue into the 49ers and 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 Cowboys game coming up in the divisional round. Keith, can this translate both ways? Can this offense call the game of their life? The 49ers defense much better than Tampa's. We all know that. Their defensive front much better. Joey Bosa about to win or, or Nick Bosa, whatever Bosa. Did you hear Joey Bosa's comments, by the way, um, about the referees? Uh, yeah. But the Bosa brother that's on the San Francisco 49ers is going to win defensive player of the year more than likely, right? So, like, they got a big defense. What is the thing that – what do we got to do to get ahead of this? Um, I, I'm not, <clears throat> this is this is how I feel is Purdy's never seen a defense like this. Exactly okay. what I was saying. Ever. I mean, since his, his his young career, I mean, he's five and zero, right? Since he started, five or six I mean, and zero. I mean, they've won like ten straight games, so I, no, I don't know. I know, but I meant with him, though. I think they're five and zero, whatever it is. But I meant, um, they're. I mean, this is they're going to be doing something, okay? The Cowboys. I'm hoping that they keep the same defense that they did against Brady, which I'm I'm sure they will. Um, take Christian McCaffrey and Debo away with the rush. You stack it and blitz Purdy. I have not seen this kid get blitzed. 
and I'm shocked that other defensive coordinators have not. And I really have not. I mean, Seattle didn't – the thing that annoyed me about the Seattle game, this last San Francisco game, was Purdy's literally dropping back. And he's going through his progressions like nothing. He's just like, that person, that person, that person. Oh, look, he's open underneath, and I have to hear the commentators. Oh, he's brilliant. It's like they're rushing three or four, and they're not even good rushers. Like, that – this is and, and look, it's going to be flip flop too. Okay, the the 49ers defense, we're, we're, we might not see that performance we saw in Tampa, but we just have to secure the ball ball better. Okay, we just have to win time of possession, and let them do the three and outs, let them do the turnovers, and we're going to win. Um, that's what I think. I I think their biggest thing, and this goes back to the Tampa game, and this goes back to pretty much all year. They got to be more physical, and they have to wrap up and tackle. Like I, fundamentals, man. I feel like every team that's played us so far, even the Bucks, when you have them like not dead to rights, but maybe like for a one yard gain or a two yard gain, it turns into a four or five every time. Like by falling forward and not wrapping up. And listen, I'm not about to put any kind of hex on Trayvon Diggs, but man, I've never seen somebody avoid contact more in my oh, life. Right. Like, yeah. Dude, yeah. holy shit, man. He could listen, 50-50 balls. I'll give him a 75-25% chance. He's the one coming down with it. Great. Right. But like overall, when there's a run towards his side, he runs away. He's like, he's like almost like Jalen Smith in a regard. You know what I mean? Like they, they just he doesn't want to tackle anybody. And it's to me, it's it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just can't I can't fathom what's what's going on with Diggs. But to me, it's the open field tackles. Make them make sure that these guys don't get extra yards. They're already averaging like fucking feels like 12 yards a play like the 49ers are just an explosive offense it starts with purdy brett what is your knee-jerk reaction here when it comes to a team that's led by a rookie mr quote irrelevant last round pick you know what i mean like how are you feeling about this one going in uh look he is a rookie like i said we just gotta we gotta we gotta get in his face man um yeah just stack the box i mean dude look we they got a lot of weapons bro i mean they got a lot of weapons and, you know, defensively, uh, I, I think we got to try and really put pressure on the kid, which we will. I'm pretty sure we will, you know. San Francisco's offensive line is obviously a lot better. I think is a lot better than the Tampa Bay front. But if you start sending people like a Donovan Wilson, like a J. Ron Kurz, like those guys that you just don't see coming, and Purdy's just like, ah, you know, he just has to, like, instinctively get rid of it. That yep. causes those ill-advised throws, and that will cause turnovers. I think, honestly, Keith, I know you're a big time possession guy. But I think, man, if we can win the turnover battle in this game, dude, we don't, we don't, we don't lose this game. Like yeah. I, I think that if they shake this kid enough, that we should be well in hand with our offense and trying to score some points. And if they play the way they played last week against Tampa, which again, Tampa's defense is not San Francisco, so there's no make no mistake about that. Yeah. What I will say is, if Dallas can win the time of possession, like Keith says, win the turnover battle, I. Don't see us losing to a seventh round pick. I really don't, man. I'm sorry. Like, I understand that the Cinderella story is fun. They have the, the Niners as a whole have won like 10 straight guys. They were three and four at one point, three and four, where people were like, oh, what the hell are the Niners going to do? Then they rip off 10, finish fucking 12 and five or 13 and four or whatever they finish, two seed. Then they like let Seattle hang around for a minute and then they beat the brakes off of the Seahawks in the first round. But here's, the, here's where I'm at. Okay. So last season, the Cowboys, obviously, they won 12 games. They get into the playoffs. They're a wild card because they've only won by, right? Same same song and dances this year. 
12 games. They host the Niners. We were going into that game not expecting what happened. The Niners came in there and punched us right in the fucking mouth at home. Do you guys think, I'll start with Keith, do you guys think that the narrative has changed a little bit in regards to when the Cowboys beat the Bucks? a lot of the people were like, well, they should have, right? The Cowboys should have won that game. But here come the Niners, and those motherfuckers are about to put on some serious heat and all this yada, yada, yada. Like, the people are backing up the Niners like the people backed up the Cowboys last year. Do you think the Cowboys can be the team this year to go into San Francisco and punch those guys in the mouth when they're expecting to kind of run roughshod all over us? I do. And, you know, a lot, a lot of times I bring up that I don't think, like, uh, players need locker room material or whatever they call it, you know, um, bulletin board material. Yeah, they don't need any of that stuff. And But I do think this is one case where they haven't forgotten, man. They haven't forgot. I mean, if you remember how the, the Niners le- acted when they left the field, there were a lot of things that maybe they should bring up again, you know, and I think that, uh, they, 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 you know, they would love, they would love to return that favor. And not only that, and I know me and Brett say the fans don't play, but damn, bro, you don't know how bad I want this game. Like I want this game because of their fans. Like I can't fucking stand their fans. Bang, bang, Niner gang. I'm you. I'm your little dance. I'm every, I'm your change you wear. I can't stand you. You're the reason I got fired a year ago <laughs> in my one job. All right. I can't, I, I just, you don't know. I, I, I want it so bad. I want this game so bad. And I think there's no way the players don't want that just a little bit as much as I do. You get what I'm saying? Oh, dude. Got uh, listen, feel, a lot of those players are They've you mentioned know? it. They've they've yeah. definitely mentioned like yeah. these are the guys that took us out last year and they pumped yeah. us last year. So we remember who they are and we remember what they did. So yeah, I mean, I think personally, I I think that the 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 tide might be changing a little bit. Like, yes, the spread started at four, dropped to three, because a lot of people are like, Oh, fuck that. I'll take the Cowboys with the four points. And now they're gonna like, oh wait, we don't want this many people jumping on the Cowboys right now. And that's how Vegas works. Brett can tell you that. Um, but like overall, I just think that. The Cowboys are riding a little bit of an emotional high. A lot of people are like, well, what if they emptied the tank against Tampa? To me, they didn't like, yes, they played great, but it's like I don't think they struggled a minute of that game. They didn't leave that game like, oh man, what a fuck. Whew, I can't believe we got out of that one. You know what I'm saying? Like they beat the shit out of that team. And I feel like they could just do it like go in and empty the chamber again on go a ahead, on bro. a San Francisco team. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, go ahead, bro. I mean, you, you guys said, I mean, I personally, I mean, it's going to be a tough contest. Um, it just depends on how we prepare, you know, with the coaching staff. Um, that That's the side of the ball. That's the aspect, again, that I'm worried about a little. Um, you know, and if Dak, if this Dak shows up to play, I mean, it, you know, if he gets back-to-back games like that, um, you know, it, it gives us a little bit more, okay, okay, this could be the guy. You know what I mean? Um, just like every every uh, uh, good team has a bad game, every bad player has a good game. Um, now, Dak, to me, he did, uh, again, bro, if, 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 this is the best game I've ever seen him play. Uh, I do like the fact that um, we lost to them. I do like the fact that, again, people are still shitting on us, even though they shit on us the first week. Uh, it, it was so annoying watching these sports people watching the ESPN and all those talking heads when most of them picked us to lose. And then when we win, 
oh, well, we didn't beat a real team. Okay, then why the fuck did you pick them to win, right? Same thing going here. Good call. Very good call on that one. Let, let us let us um let let us let us keep being scrutinized. I love it, and I also love the fact that Dak didn't go on social media. He said he just didn't read and go on social media for a week. I think that's a great idea because let me tell you something: the negative is just as bad as the positive. I mean, the positive is just as bad as the negative, right? When you have people telling you you're this, 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 you got to take that with the same grain of salt if they're telling you that you're not this, 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 right? Right. And, um, you know, it, it's going to be about preparation. Uh, that, to me, this is the best defense we're probably faced all year. I mean, Eagles, that you know, obviously Eagles are up there, but I still think San Francisco's playing the best and the best football in the NFL. And I don't give a shit what, what round Purdy was drafted in. You know what I mean? That kid is playing – fucking phenomenal and and he's doing what he's supposed to do right he's he's not it's it's that quote that jim that uh that i said that jimmy johnson said about you know it's not the that troy aikman quoted it's not about the amount of good plays you make it's about it's the amount of bad plays you make and um you know hey look they're also due to screw up as well you know what i mean that's that's where they, i'm at with you know that. You, yeah they, they they it's not like you know they're, they're due they're due for a fuck up yeah. And they you haven't what, seen it yet. And, and you know what? If you look up and down the 49ers schedule, and, and Keith alluded to this before, one, their defense didn't have, hasn't had to play a high-powered offense outside of Kansas City. And when they played Kansas City, Kansas City beat the shit out of them, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, there's your offense. And then they played like a Miami team that was like they just lost or they were about to lose to it. So it's just like it, it's, a, it, it's a different thing. Um, I, I just – I don't know. I, to me, I, I, look, we got to establish the running game, though. Go ahead, Keith. Look, it's hard to piggy, do, but go ahead. Piggyback off of what Brett said about um, about Purdy's, like, who care? I, I don't. We don't care. He's a seventh round quarterback. How I look at that is, I don't care if, if he's a rookie, whether he's picked in the seventh round or he's picked in the first round. He's mm -hmm. still a rookie, okay? And I don't know, man. If Purdy can pull this off and win the game, if he wins the game, like. He plays – I'm telling you right now how people say the NFL has changed. It's changed since the 80s and 90s if he can do that. Because I'll tell you, man, rookie quarterbacks would get destroyed. They'd be lucky if they won two or three games. Look at Peyton Manning. Look at Troy Aikman. Look at Joe Montana. Look at Terry Bradshaw. This kid just comes in and goes along like, yeah, he's having the best time of his life. It's like, dude, even the only quarterback that I would say – the first time i ever seen this was Ben Roethlisberger his rookie year, and he lost the uh, uh, AFC championship. No, no. Listen, in the, in the modern era, no rookie quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl. So, like, if, if that's the case, if you watch this kid and he goes into the next, like, there's a chance that if they if Purdy wins this game and what I think might happen in the other game, I, you know, I think the Giants are riding high right now. I think, they, think Philadelphia is probably uh, a little bit like we got this in the bag and the Giants might give him a run. So, let's just say arbitrarily that the Giants win, then, like, the NFC title game is the Giants and the and the 49ers, Daniel Jones and Brock Purdy. Like, get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, Are we right kidding? Right. Are we yeah. kidding with that? You know what I mean? Like, like uh, remember remember uh, uh, Stan Humphreys versus Neil O'Donnell in the AFC Championship in 19. And then it was fucking Stan Humphreys yeah. in the Super Bowl. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Yo, um, no, I was going to say, Nick Eatman said something. Okay. Eatman's the man. Go ahead. I know, I know. Now, this is cool, bro, what he said. And, and, and if you guys see, I was texting, uh, Dak is running. He's actually running again. Like he's, and he brought that up. I was listening to him uh, yesterday and he brought that up 
and and I guess I haven't heard him say this because I don't listen to their shows that much. He's like, but what I've been telling you guys is that Prescott, he doesn't need to be a quarterback who plays football. He needs to be a football player who plays quarterback. And I was like, dude, that's deep. That's, it is, but he's right. Be a foot. Don't don't worry about it. just be that football player that you are, man. And that's what he was in that game. Yeah. I it agree. reminded me of his rookie year a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I mean, I got a video that I posted on my social media today, as a matter of fact. I think Steve Young had tweeted it out. Um, but the video is great. It's like a first person sideline with a, a camera phone, and it's the play where Dak rolled out to the left, threw across his body, got hit, and he went to the sidelines. But when he sat up, he was just, he yelled as on the top of his lungs when he knew it was a touchdown. Goes, Let's fucking go. Like just, he was pumped, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, this dude's got moxie. We've seen it before. We'll see it again. So let's do some. Uh, oh, ne- the, the one thing you could never, never was in question was his heart. No, never, ever, ever. That kid's ever. all heart. Yeah. In fact, I think he's too much sometimes where sometimes, like I, right. you t- take it down, stay, stay in the pocket, get excited when you can. But I mean, dude. He played a damn near perfect game. The other thing that nobody brought up, though, um, not us, but I didn't hear anybody talk about it, was how awful the footing was on that field, man. That 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 field was atrocious. With with you know, you saw it. Everybody slipping all over the place. That one kid got hurt for Tampa. Might have yeah. been a, a reason why um, you know Brett Maher missed those four. I mean, you know, it was just a, a really crappy field that they were playing on, man. Yeah, I didn't see too many people bring that up, but it's a good I mean, point. Brady, drop, Brady drops two snaps. What? Yeah. You know what I mean? One more thing about Dak is I want to say that people want to complain about his interceptions. You got to realize that's the game he plays because without that that mentality that he has, he doesn't have a game like he just had. I've been trying to tell people this. Like I've been trying to tell well, people we, we went that. through this. We went through this with Romo. And if you look at historical quarterbacks that we like, I loved outside of the Cowboys, like Brett Favre was one of my favorite quarterbacks to ever watch just because yeah. of what he could do with the football. But guess what? He also threw 30 interceptions in a, yeah. in a year yeah. once because right. you knew that's what you were getting. He was going to sling it in the tightest of windows. And when you made those plays, you were like, whoa, I can't believe he made that throw. And then when he didn't, you're like, fuck, you know, like, okay, let's live to see another down. So what I will say is this, Dak Prescott played the game of his, of his life, his best game as a Cowboy last week. We hope it continues. Keith, prediction time. Does it continue? Do, do the Cowboys go in to, what the fuck are they calling it now? Uh, it's not Candlestick anymore, something else. But anyway, Levi, are, are they going into San Francisco and winning this football game and going to their first NFC title game since 1995? Yes, they're gonna win. Um, I, I could see, I could, you know, I could, I could see like we were talking about. I already said what I think is gonna happen. I trust Dan Quinn. I trust that Legion of Doom mentality he has to take down this rookie quarterback. Um, this isn't a, a, a Jeff Driscoll. I know I brought that up earlier because it's not coming from left field. He knows what the Forty ers do. He there's has tape. there's tape. There's tape. He knows what he's gonna do to this guy, and there's no surprises here. And I just like our talent on our defense. And I'm telling you, defense is going to win us this game. All right. Brett, how do you feel? Um, You know, I've been hearing a lot, too. Again, it's all talking heads. We're like, well, San Francisco's had more days to prepare. Um, They flew, you know, Dallas had to fly in. And it's only an hour and a half flight from Tampa to Dallas. Okay, (laughs) number one. Number two. Dallas knows and going into this game that they had that they were going to play San Francisco if they want. San Francisco had to prepare for either Dallas or Tampa. They didn't know who was going to win. Okay. Um, I I think our chances are good. Um, 
if, if we can get and, and get, get pressure on Purdy, uh, you know, he hasn't seen a defense like this. If we play the way we should, we we're capable of playing. If Dak shows up, man, if the, if, if the Dak we saw this week comes into fucking San Francisco, we got ourselves a game, man. And, um, you know, again, we got to stop McCaffrey. The, the way our defense is played against the run is, is, is worrisome to me. Um, the way Mahar's fucking been kicking, you know, if we need those clutch field goals, that's a, that's a question mark for me. Um, I, I gotta say, man, I, I, I really, I'm really conflicted on it, but I'm just going to say, uh, I think Dallas should, could, could, could pull this out, man. Yeah. Um, I'm on, I'm on your guys' side on this one. Um, it would not surprise me at all if we lost this game. I'm not about to sit here and try to play both sides here because I'm not. Because I, I obviously the 49ers have won a lot of games in a row, right? And they've they've beaten the brakes off of a lot of teams. But when this Cowboy team took the field the other night, they showed me something that we haven't seen in a long time, and that's just like a full rounded good football team, full rounded good coaching decisions, good well rounded substitutions and plays guys when they went into that game and I saw that you know certain guys were inactive and I'm like what why you know like what you know they knew the right guys to have in this game and McCarthy basically said that's cool you guys have been doing great Nashawn Wright you've been playing awesome but this guy Xavier Rhodes has been here for a cup of coffee but he's got so much experience that we want to put him in the game you know what I mean like and of course he almost got burnt but like all what I'm saying is the experience factor the decisions that made as a coaching staff the Cowboys are playing on all cylinders right now. They're going in there. I, I firmly believe that they're going into a San Francisco team that thinks that they're going to punk us again. And I think Dallas is going to be the ones that punk them. I really do. And I think that like, and I wouldn't think about this a lot because I've always, you know, I am, yeah, Mr. Optimistic and shit, but I, I do know when we're outmatched. I understand the 49ers have a phenomenal, phenomenal roster top to bottom. But I truly think when it comes down to it, when push comes to shove, if you have a rookie quarterback back there, who has not made a fucking mistake yet? It's bound to happen. That's the laws of the laws. Can, can right? we also? Can, you know what we keep missing um, that I keep failing to bring up, which I keep remembering when I watch the game, is how good our tight end receiving core is. Right? Like we we have a very very good tight end core, and the, and, 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 and I think that might be the factor here. And and Dak used our tight ends more this game. You know, like, you know, usually, you know, you have your hot route, then you have your safety route. And then now you got the, uh, you know, well, your, the, the last I, one. Was I will say this. I will say this. And I agree that they played and utilized those guys tremendously last week, but 49ers are very, very good against opposing tight ends. They just are. They, they, they have a statistical historical background of knowing how to cover an opposing tight end, which worries me about, again, there's a there's a George Kittle over there who's one of the top tight ends in football. We got to put a body on him. If J. Ron Curse is healthy, I think that's your man. Yeah, that's the guy. You know, that's the guy you want to like, What's, what's on the him. report on him, Coach? I'm seeing, I'm seeing not a lot of, of like, negative thoughts. I'm thinking that he's going to be okay. J. Ron Curse seems to get hurt, like, once a game, to be honest with you. Like, it's just a matter of how significant it is. I think he's going to go. I think we do lose Peters for this game. But we're one week more into a Tyler Biotish. We're one week into another Hankins game, but who, by the way, had a fucking phenomenal game. Yeah. So, like, so these guys are one more week in. They're back into their groove. And I think the Cowboys can can shock a lot of people and yep. do a lot of things that we haven't seen in a say, long time. Uh, I want to say with uh, Purdy, though, I wonder if, like, he actually watched the game Monday night. And if he did, like, is that going to affect him a little bit? 
know what I mean? Like, I know he's a professional and all that, but man, he must say he's a bit. If I'm like just almost saying, like, like he's, he's in bed. Mom, mom, look at him doing a Tom Brady, mom. Exactly. That's what, I bet, dude, I bet he's got that because that that's got to be on his mind a little bit when he's out there saying, you know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah. it goes down on Sunday night. Another side note to this one is that thank God the rest of the entire playoff field will be done before we go so I can talk some shit when either the Eagles or the Giants get bounced. And then we yeah, get to look, wait. This is playing into I, – I, I don't – I think this couldn't – I think this is playing into our favor, even the way the playoffs went in, right? Like, uh, uh, I think the Giants and Eagles playing each other is going to be a, a big advantage for us because they're going to beat the shit out of each other. Giants are not going to lay down, man. You know what's and, funny? I and they have a good team, man, a good defense. They're pretty physical. Um, you know, there's good, they're going to expose if, – if they play – if you know, if they play tough, they – you know, they might be exposing a, a lot of weaknesses in the defense – so, um, so just so you know, as you say that, this brings up a good stat, and I believe this is what the record is: two and fifteen teams are two and fifteen, or or one and fourteen, whatever. It's like significant after they play the 49ers. So the 49ers come and they fight you. So then the next week, you just you have nothing left. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. So that's yeah. like, all right, cool. So if we win this game, great. But fuck, how much are we going to have left for that NFC title? Well, it, was game, a, we'll it was this whole season, Starch. Yeah, every, this whole, this person, whole season, right. That played, yeah. Oh. Hey, well, I mean, look, they're also in the NFC West. Uh, you know, I mean. <laughs> it's a weak division. Oh, yeah, it's true, too. They beat it's a weak division, man. We, we, we beat Giants twice. We, we split with the Eagles. You know, we, we are in the toughest conference and division, arguably, in football. Um, you know, we're a physical team. I will say if we beat San Francisco – Okay, and that's two in a row. I'll be talking shit. <laughs> I won't expect to go to the Super Bowl. I'll just be. I'll take this, man. Yeah, listen, it, it, it's we'll see. We shall see. So, it goes down Sunday night. It is the Sunday night last game of the playoff docket, and uh, we'll be back next week to break it all down, win or lose. Obviously, um, you know we don't want an off season yet. We we want to keep keep this fucking train rolling. So I got a good feeling, Sturchy. I, I do too, for for whatever reason, and I don't know why. Usually, I don't, but this time I do. And if they, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll talk about it next week for Dave Sturgeo, <laughs> Brett Ernst. <laughs> We're all setting ourselves up. I know it's going to be a fucking fall from grace, where I'm just going to be like, guys, the podcast is over. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. I don't want to talk Cowboys <laughs> for at least six weeks. Um, but yeah, I so. still got a little Randy Quaid in me, bro. I still got a little Randy no, Quaid. Here we in me. go. Yeah, the, the, the NFC title game is going to be so much fun. Yeah, in San Francisco. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Right. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Roger, he's going long. Down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five. Touchdown. What you believe in? Starbuck hit Pearson on a 50-yard touchdown. Run Zeke. Up the middle, he's gone. Zeke's gone.